Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, doing legends. Thanks again for watching these videos. And if you haven't checked out the podcast version yet, if you prefer just listen to the audio, then I have that on there as well. It's growing a little bit. Uh, I've got a few more people in that world as well, which is cool. So jump on that one there. But in this video, we're going to be going through my sort of top value targets, if the players get their spot, and I've got an order in each of the sections. So this is here, is the summary video on all of the positions put together, made much easier for those that don't like to get into the weeds, but they love the information that we provide here and our sort of rankings here. This is the type of video for you. And then an update on some of the guys that I've obviously been through sort of a couple of weeks ago, a week ago with some, um, even three weeks ago with others there as well. You can get a good idea of where my mind's at and where you should be looking at, you know, slotting these guys in with your side here. So look at value rankings for round one. At number one, I have Lusik or Hands. And again, guys, this is at sort of anywhere between sort of 550 down to the 400 mark, 600 down to 400 mark in some positions as the potential options in your side with the sort of guns and then the cheapies in a following video coming up in the sort of the next week there. So Lustig or Hands in there, whoever gets that 70 to 80 minute roll is going to be in my team, even with sort of any of that switching risk that they might have. Like if just, let's just say Hands was to start, he then was to perform poorly and they bring in Lustig. I suppose with that one, you could just switch it. Um, if, if it looks like that Lustig's going to be that guy going forward that's going to keep that spot, you could just switch that up because either one of these guys, whoever gets that spot, they has they have over 10 points of value very clearly if they can play that 70 to 80 minutes, have some you know 30s games, but they'll have a 50 game in there as well, which is absolutely massive at their price. Brandon Smith is the next guy on the list. He has the jewel. He has the upside, obviously. And really, the majority of games that he has done well has been somewhere between that 60 to 65, maybe even 70 minutes at tops there. So he, to me, has anywhere between zero and 10 points of value. Zero if he happens to get injured or something again, or if he gets 50 minutes and then has that 10 points of value, potentially a tiny bit more if he can you know, score some tries and get back to sort of that 65, 70 minutes unhampered and the Roosters are doing well. So there's a bit of a range there with Smithy, but a 540K is a pretty solid option for your side. If you don't want to go for any of the top range guys, let's just say we have to put a bit of money into centers as well, then Brandon could do a great job. 
in three, I've got daylight. I just don't see the you know anyone in between these guys that uh, or under these guys that could do a better job in the in the value range. Unless we do see Jacob Little, who's next on the list with close to eighty minutes. So at this point, it looks like there's going to be someone on the bench to cover a few of those minutes for Jacob. A few, you know, a few of those eighty minutes there that uh, you know he's he's wanting to play, but I'd say it's going to be close to that sixty mark. He had 54 minutes last year, so we do need him up in the 65-70 range for him to do well, that's for sure. But assume there is cover, anywhere between 0 and 10 points of value, but more likely on the bottom end of that range, where Smith is more likely in the top end of that range. Aaron Clark, I've got him in there as an unknown. If he was to get the 13 role, then he could be a very interesting target. Very similar to that with Chris Randall, if he was to get that position there, like he played at times last year, or he played hooker, Named at hooker, ended up playing a lot of 13 there uh, with Clark in the middle as well. But again, that was in a time where they had lots of injuries. Do they stick with Isaac Liu at 13 or does Clark get it? Um, so yeah, someone to keep on the radar. And then Sam Verrills, he comes in last in the hooker value rankings there. He has some small value. The spot is safe, uh, that's for sure. But anywhere between zero and five points of value. Guys, I'm going to be talking about the private group now. And for that, anyone of, any one of you guys that are interested I'm also going to be doing a 10,000 subscriber giveaway to someone in the private group at random there. If we do happen to get to that 10,000 subscribers anywhere in that round zero slash one category, there's going to be some prizes in terms of some cash value, some shirt or t-shirt value, uh, shirt or t-shirt or or singlet value, and then a 20-minute video, like it's just going to go on the channel here, going through your team ready for round one. So... If you think I can get to 10,000 subs before the start of round one and you want to be in the private group, that's an extra incentive to get in there because we're looking to get up to 210 entrants there for the head-to-head and the overall comp. Seeing down the bottom there, you get both of those overall points and the head-to-head comp. Depending on how your teams go, you could win both. But is that one team entering both guys? 49 bucks to, to enter in this one. Lots of prizes if we get that full amount of 210 people all the way up to $5,500 in cash and prizes there. You can also in, input two teams if you like. And obviously what you're getting there is uh, you know, the weekly help one-on-one from myself, uh, the, you know, the group chat with lots of top tier players. You got the, you know, the private Q&A session as well. Um, and obviously all the different competitions to keep you interested across that season. So that's the private group, guys. All the details are in the description or DM me if you have any further questions. Let's get back into the mid tier value guys so you're looking at josh curran up top there the dual position very very high chance of that lock roll good chance of high high minutes as well it's anywhere between that 10 to points about 10 to 15 points value at minimum with potential to get up to 20 if he really gets big minutes here spends most of the time in the middle a tiny bit on the edge to cover like a bill kick out or something like that so he's number one very clearly I have Terrell, Terrell May at uh, number two. I just think that he has you know, the highest potential to really dominate. Obviously, a bit cheaper than a few of the guys below in, in Adam Elliott in, in Cotter. And I think he, you know, and Flegler and the like. But I think he has, as I said, that biggest, highest potential for value. With Jared Warrior Hargraves out in round one, that could really help Terrell. And, and he could play big minutes. But something also to note that I've just kind of been thinking about recently is in those finals games, they had a few injuries, obviously, and, and guys like uh, C.Y. Wong end up in the centers and, and may played some more minutes through the middle. That's why he kind of got into the 50s. But for him, we only need that 40-minute role for him to be worth it in our side. So he has the clearest upside, in my opinion. David Zatola, 
definitely some bounce back value. I don't see him going under where he's priced, and there's all all the way up to ten points of value for Tavita. It's more the question if you're pairing him with like a Cam Murray, um, what you're doing with Tatola in round seven when they have their buy. Adam Elliott, for him, he's finally fit. He definitely has a point to prove to the team, and he said that out loud. Um, big, big minutes is what you're going to get from him. So, you know, a, a good amount of time to accumulate those points, many more minutes than a lot of these guys will get, and he should be getting the highest amount on this list, apart from potentially Jairo if he plays a lot of edge uh, and potentially through the middle. But uh, Elliot, I'm definitely interested in up to 10 points of value for him. Connor, it's the minutes, it's the discipline for him is what we need to, to look at, and he's the captain now, co-captain with Dearden. So I think anywhere up towards that 10 points of value, I definitely think at a minimum, he has sort of two or three points of value to get to a 45, 46, uh, and then has upside to the 50 range like he had the year before. So Kodak, definitely someone on my radar for sure. Um, but again, it depends on where things are at with these price points and, and what kind of cash I have available. Because I would like him. I think he's fairly safe. Tells Duncan in six. So the price is obviously really cool. The role in the minutes, there's some uncertainty around that. But anywhere between zero to 15 points of value, I've got there if he gets the edge, but I think that it's unlikely for him to get the edge at this stage. He's hardly been training there, apparently, so it was a little bit of smoke and mirrors. That information we were getting at the start um, yeah, a few weeks ago, anyway. JR is next at 41 in 50 minutes is, is where he's at. Um, you know, Last year with four games under that 31 minutes, so there's some value on that. And if he was to play some edge and some middle, we know that he can be somewhere in that sort of high 40s kind of range so zero to seven points of value for Jai not highly on my radar but um yeah it could work out at certain points we know he wants to play more in the middle though and then Tommy Flegler five points value likely as the alpha in that pack it's simple I just don't think it's more than five minutes because you'd have to get up to 55 uh, sort of minutes there which I just don't think is is going to happen there again big thank you for watching guys uh yeah appreciate this and and yeah if you can watch all the videos or, or at least get onto the podcast. I absolutely appreciate that. It helps me out so much. So I appreciate that. The edge value guys rankings for round one. So we got uh, Wong up top. I think that, you know, if he gets the big minutes, then he is the biggest winner in this list, just based on, on the price point guys. Pikura is going to be in the cash cows video, given he's under 400 K. Uh, but Wong definitely up there um, just at the price, really. The other guys I think could potentially, score better but Wong probably has more chance of making more money overall so that's where he has that up to 15 points of of upside there um if he gets that spot if he doesn't then I think he you know if he's on the bench he's not even in our team so there's a lot to ride on him but he could be the best for sure at this stage of the season and Shawnee Bloor I've got him at number two and again there's more the likelihood of him getting that spot he has lots of upside nets next to Munster there uh, but there is a little bit of position and minutes risk. But we know he has so much upside. He can get into the 60s and 70s in regular games, but then have some lower ones. But you did see those lower ones for him in that Tigers side were usually because of the team getting smashed and his, he, he wasn't able to get uh, or, you know, spend much time running and tackling, obviously. Sean Lane, he's in number three. I just think the spot and the minutes are sort of locked in for him, which is pretty cool obviously, um, and, and why he's in there. And he's probably the, one of the safer plays uh, to not lose money and then potentially anywhere between five and 12 points of value. In my opinion, definitely a solid pickup and uh, one I won't steer you away from. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? 
Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. One I'm trying to avoid, but we'll see what happens in these positions here and injuries and the like coming into you know, the trials uh, very shortly. Angus Crichton, he could definitely be clearly above Wong. He could be number one on this list if he gets the starting spot and if there's talk of him playing big minutes. So with Crichton, there's, you know, the bounce back potential is crazy. Um, seems like he's in a much better headspace and uh, you know, fitness levels, which is awesome. Anywhere, anywhere from zero to 20 points of upside for Angus Crichton, which is incredible if we do get him in that spot. But there's so many mouths to feed for that rooster side. Fatal Mariner. So he's moved over to the Dragons now. He may be in front of sort of the below two now in Eisenhuth and Ryan Couchman. There's also some chat around that Dylan Egan that uh, could be you know, could be fighting for that edge as well. So there's sort of four or five guys that are fighting for that one spot with Jaden Sewer being on the other one. If he does get the spot now, you know, he's had injuries in the last few years. He could definitely have anywhere up to 10 points of upside. I would like to see him in the trials and if he's named on the edge or if he's going to play a bit more middle. We'll have to wait and see on that one. With Eisenhuth, he's consistent when he gets that edge spot. There are a few tries in there, and it is, you know, Storm moving to to the Dragon. So I'm starting, I'm getting a little bit colder on him just because I think he he does seem to go really really good. There's uh, you know the tries that are needed, but if he has close to 80, 80 minutes in him, he's a he's a slam dunk. If it's sixty minutes, it's a bit of a uh, maybe, and he'll make a little bit, but not enough. So he's down to six. Seems like Ryan Couchman is below that, unfortunately there. Um, definitely some potential, but he's unseen in, in the NRL on the edge. And that yeah, they've signed for Talamarano. There's a lot of guys here that could potentially nab that spot. He hasn't been spoken about by coach, whereas Dylan Egan has. So yeah, is he behind Dylan Egan as well? Dylan Lucas, I'm moving him down the pecking order, unfortunately. He has keeper scores. I wish that he's the, the guy that we select in there. I just don't think he gets the 80 minutes now with Kai Pierce Paul looking likely to actually play in the trials, which then he could at least get a bench spot or could start in round one, which will be very, very hurtful uh, to Lucas's chances of dominating in the NRL this year. And then I've got Schuster last, and it's just I want to keep him down there. I'm going to be against him. He's one. Of, he's the one guy this year I think I'm a, I'm against, um, you know, that a lot of people actually have in their side. And we just need to see it. I clearly need to see him in the trial. If he's looking fit, if he's looking well, if he does get the start in round one, he's someone that we, we looked at. I will look at getting in my side. But at this point, there's just so much noise around him. The, you know, the chicken pox, the, the, the finger injury, the calf strain again that he had last year. There's so much there, and, and we're hoping that he gets back to his previous success. I just think it's potluck for him um, at this point. And, and when I wrote this, he was unlikely to get the spot. It seemed like Trebojevic was more of a chance, but um, it does seem like Schuster will play a trial. So may have to change that slightly, but again, we'll leave him down there until proven otherwise. The half value rankings, guys. So we've got Sean O'Sullivan and Luke Brooks. For O'Sullivan, it's, he's a little under keeper level, which I think is the annoying part. 
and why you probably don't want to take him in your side. Anywhere between two and seven points of value. Could do a job for you, but could also not. Luke Brooks, plenty upside if Manly are rolling. For sure, he could be a 50-plus guy on the regular basis. He's fairly expensive already. Uh, so anywhere between zero and seven points of value. Just a little bit of a, an annoying one because we are unsure how he could go. Could definitely be some upside. Could definitely stay the same or have a little bit of downside. We move to the census now, guys. Uh, and Jesse Ramian there, he's at the top of my list actually as a, as a cracking starter. In this in this sort of value range, you've got Penasinis and the like in the, the guns. We've already spoken about them. So Jesse Ramian, high chance of making money and having a hot start, I believe, in this list. So really, given he's priced a bit higher than these guys, that's where the, the, the chance of more consistent higher points is going to come from. But overall with him, the slightly easier draw for the Sharkies. We know he's on a great side with Nico Hines, with Nicara um, on that side as well. And he can have boom games like he did in sort of round three or something like that. He had 70 last year. You could do that again for sure and uh, sort of make you anywhere close to that 80K mark, which he fluctuated up to last year and then fluctuated down as well. So he has definitely has some risk, but they all have some risk in this section. Dean Mariner, I'm actually going to still slot in number two because if he gets that wing spot, he's in a really good team. The Broncos do have a slightly tougher start, but uh, in the hot takes video, I said he'll get up to you know, a really, really solid price at some point. And you know, he might start poorly if we do start with him and then he'll make money at some point. So is it round one that he starts doing well or is it a further round down the track sort of from round four or five onwards? that he makes the money. So dual position's good, good team, plenty of talent. He could be a guy that starts well. Bailey Simonson, Simonson, uh, he's got the jewel as well with the Eels. There's a good chance that he makes that team and, and he has some small value for sure, likely in an improving team. As I said, with that jewel as well is super important. Anywhere between three to eight points of value with Bailey, I think, in uh, a team that will likely improve, as I said. Jake Avarillo, I think he has two chances to improve, obviously, it looks like he's moving. He won't be on the right. He's going to be on the left more, more than likely, which is um, that right side is is scary um, with Felice Cafusi and then Herbie Farnworth and, and Jermaine Asako on that on that right side. It's more just that, that half position. Does Katoa get it? Does Nikarima get it? Um, there's a few question marks around that one, but that right side's great. And the worry now is Avrilo on the left. Positives I see with it is that he's moving to obviously a better team. Likely a better attacking team that we that we could see. Uh, their back line's really, really strong and likely to be on Sean O'Sullivan's side and also if he's fit, Connolly Lemuelu, which is um which is which was strong last year. He was running through gaps and it was there was a uh, you know space to be had on that left hand side last year. We saw UNA can score pretty well there as well. So something to note with with Avrilo that he could just stay the same, but he could have some value on that as well. Buying round three is a bit of a tough one. Moses Moses Sully. He just has the bounce back upside. If the team's just okay, um, even you know the same or slightly better, then then that could help him out. There's some bounce back with some try scoring for sure. There could be um, on him, and then just the consistency that he needs to get back to, which he did the two years prior uh, in a row, which is cool. Uh, Marion Seve, I've dropped him down the list just because I think that um, yeah, if he's in this team, he's one of the he's the safest guy for points in this range. If you want consistency. He's fairly expensive, though, and it sounds like he's still fighting for a spot. It could be Remus Smith and Nick Meany. So Seve might not make the side, or, or he has a little bit of a risk on that. Uh, but when he plays, he's a, the, the consistent guy on this list. And then uh, Jojo Fafita. Um, he's got the jaw. He's got the upside. The buy round two hurts. I've just got him in last because I, I did see him having up to seven points of value if, uh, if he got the start, for sure. 
And then to finish things off, guys, the wing fullback value. Again, thank you for being here and watching all these videos. Ryan Pappenhausen has the highest upside, clearly, far and away, 8 to 18 points of value. You just get him in your side if he's named there in round one. If you're kicking goals, even better. Jaden Campbell has the second highest upside, in my opinion, the buy in round two. So you've got to sort out that wing fullback position with one bit of cover, I think, with given that Campbell's got the buy round two, Pap's got the buy in round four. Something you need to look at, but um, second highest upside for him, anywhere between 8 to 13 points of value, I see very clearly. Jacob Kiraz is next. I think that uh, you know if he gets that spot in the centers, then he has the best points to value ratio. And uh, we'll have dual center dual as well, which would be awesome. Uh, exactly what you need to move to slot between center and, and wing fullback, which all of the other guys on this list uh, will not have, except for Selwyn Cobo, who we'll speak about next. And uh, yeah, in the new position, could he get Herbie numbers? There's a few more question marks on Cobo, given he hasn't played in that center position. Yeah, been dominating on the wing. Um, so how's he go in that left center role? I think he'll be good, but. Um, I want to wait and see personally with a fairly tough draw to kick things off for them. And then Connor Tracy, if he's at fullback, I see up to five points of value. Clearly for him, if it's at the centers, he moves from the Sharks to the Dogs. So no improvement in team there. And I think he'll miss out on, on dominating, whereas he could at fullback do a lot better. Tom Jenkins at number six, one of the cheapest on this list. Can he be consistent and improve? He has anywhere between zero to nine points of value. Mike Acevo there could definitely bounce back and he could be, have up to nine points of value as well. So this is where we're at currently, guys. I'm, I'm making this on Tuesday, dropping the video on Thursday here. So if anything changes, I'll let you know in the sort of pinned comment down below. But as I said, guys, jump in. In the description, there's all of our, you know, the league is in there as well. So our community league, jump in that. The, the link for the Discord is in there as well. Uh, and then obviously all the private group details. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do the timestamps for each section there as well, which would be really cool. But thanks again for being in this value video. Uh, I know this was kind of, this will be kind of a, a bigger one and, and something to, to help you out with create, creation of your team. At this point, guys, try to look to have anywhere between sort of that 50 to 60% of your team made up and leaving space for, I suppose, the center position, maybe the hooker positions we don't know yet unless you're locking in a Harry Grant uh, and then sort of a lot of the, the cheapies. So that would sort of leave you about 40% of your team to go. And uh, you know, can make some decisions when we find out some more information in trials and uh, you know, my analysis on that. Obviously, usually after the, the second trials, team lists are named. We will know a lot more about teams, where they're going to be at. The predicted team list from that point on seem to be fairly correct. And, and there will likely be an injury or, or three in those trials across all the 17 teams. It's just inevitable. It just always happens. And that could change things in your teams as well. So don't go locking in your sides at this point. Keep it fluid, keep it ready to, to, to change and, and ready to go. And uh, I can't wait to watch those trials. It starts next Thursday, which is going to be awesome. So a little bit over a week now, which is great. Thanks again for being in here. Join the Discord, all the good stuff, and uh, we'll catch you in the next video. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 